thank you for uh, that coordinating that lord that we could have more than one instrument playing on zoom and it sounded really good bless the lord thank you jesus um today is uh does anybody know what what this is the beginning of today what day it is on the on the hebrew calendar jewish passover Passover, yeah, Passover, Passover began um, uh, last night at, at um, in the evening at sunset and uh, and goes until beautifully um, our Easter Sunday, so it'll end on April fourth on Easter Sunday. I think you're still screen sharing there, Gord. There we go. Thanks, I can see everybody. Excellent. Thank you. Wonderful. Yeah. That's good. Oh, Pauline. Welcome, Pauline. There's Mark. Oh, Jacob. See you. A bunch of people popped in. Terry Joe. A bunch of people popped in while we were worshiping. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. So uh, if you, if I'm sure you're all very familiar with the story of, of Passover, uh, it's recorded in Exodus 12. So interesting to me that the Lord says, make this the beginning of your year. Uh, to the people of God in in Egypt, and says, you know, they're 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 in they're still in captivity in Egypt, and Pharaoh hasn't released them, and he comes and he says he says to Moses, have everybody take a lamb, have everybody take this little lamb, and uh, this perfect little one year old lamb, and keep it in your house for four days. That probably actually is five days from the tenth to the fourteenth. Keep it in your house and so i always think of you know if you had kids everybody's attached to that little lamb and uh even the adults are going to be like they have a lamb in their house and then to take the blood of the lamb to kill the lamb and collect its blood and put it on your doorposts and then um to eat the lamb to roast the lamb and to eat the lamb and make sure that no lamb was left over the next day. Burn whatever remains of the lamb. This is a one-time, good-for-all time, efficacious sacrifice. And I, I, if you've lived on a farm, and you know, if you have named your animals, you know, and you have a little calf or a sheep, and you name the sheep, and then the sheep or the, the calf appears on the table, oh my goodness, like, it is not an easy thing, especially for kids, to think, oh, I'm eating Fluffy, or we're, we're eating Susie, or whoever it was, that little animal that we knew. How much more, how much more that the Lord built into this and said, remember this every year, practice this every year, and don't eat anything with leaven in it for a week, and, and, acknowledge this Passover time. Now, leaven in the New Testament represents us in the world uh, being out there and affecting the whole lump. But leaven in the Old Testament represented sin. So sin was eradicated. It was eliminated um, by the blood of the Lamb. And I, it's such an amazing story. And then here's, here's, uh, here's the story that I just heard last night. And I think a lot of you will know Connie, our little friend, Connie Smith. Connie uh, 
is a little native gal who you'll see a lot of times in, in town and she's deaf in one ear and she's come to Christ. She came out of addictions something like 29 years ago, I think. She's coming up on her 30th anniversary of sobriety. And she's an amazing little gal. She has her challenges, but she has a whole lot of wisdom in that little, little spirit of hers. And she called me last night and she said, Sue, I saved somebody from suicide today. And literally on the eve of Passover, the angel of death passed over this man. She'd never met him before. He wasn't from town and he was sitting on a bench in the park. And I don't know if you've seen the way Connie walks, usually often her head is down and she doesn't often see things. Um, but this man was about to go and take his own life. And he was a native fella and he got up and he saw Connie coming and he sat back down and he said, I, I'm about to kill myself. And so Connie sat down with him and this, in Connie's words, Connie said, and I showed him the light. And I, like, do you even know what you would say to someone in that position? And God just gave her the wisdom and the words and she spoke to this fella and she said, I, I showed him the light. I don't know if she said I showed him the way, but she's, she's like, I told him, you're never alone. And you, you know, just, just gave him hope. And he said, I, I'm so glad I met you. And he said, I love you. And she said, I love you. And she let him hug her. Now, if you know Connie, um, she doesn't usually let men hug her. So this was such a God story. And I, and I, you know, what, at the time when she told me, I just said, I said, thank you, Connie, for being the heart of Jesus on the street. And then afterwards I thought, oh my goodness, it, it was Passover. And the angel of death passed over this man. And he, and he said, I hope I see you again. So she said, I don't think he's gonna do that thing he said, because he said he hopes he'll see me again. So. Uh, I just wanted, just wanted, I asked her, can I share that? Because it's such a powerful story, Bonnie, of, of God just using someone who's yielded to his voice. And she said, yeah, you can tell people that. <laughs> so uh, uh, bless God, um, our, uh, just a Passover was to liberate the people of God from death, from paying the penalty for their own sin, and for, walk, for walking into a time of, of, of knowing freedom and liberty and joy and peace. But it was always for the whole world. It was always for the whole world. I think all of us are Gentiles. So thank the Lord. It was always for the whole world. And that, um, that we have the privilege of sharing the story so that the angel of death passes over other people and they can pass from death into life by the perfect sacrifice the blood of the lamb for all time so hallelujah you can do a you can do jazz hands or put up your reaction or something but glory to jesus glory to jesus right that is a that's a cool story for our for our passover service uh, celebration so i think we'll just uh, move into a time of um of uh, prayer and sharing 
Um, good news, Bob, Bob and um, Diane aren't on the call today, but she let me know Bob's surgery went really well on Tuesday. So yay, she thanks everybody for their prayers and just to, to keep praying for them. Um, we thank you for your mercies and we sang about your grace which is uh, just foundational to everything that we believe, Lord God. And uh, we, just, we just thank you for what your dying on the cross means for us. And we, uh, I, I thank you that um, I've been given permission to, to go, uh, go see Jack. So uh, I just pray your blessing on that too, Father. Oh, Lord, there, there's just, there's so many things. I just bless each one in our fellowship and in our church. And thank you for the, the spirit of giving that you have placed on their hearts, all of them, to, uh, to give back to you. And we just, we just thank you for that. In Jesus' name. There's going to be. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, that you are real, that your spirit lives in us. We thank you that um, Bob's surgery went well. We pray that you heal him up quickly and he would be back up and around soon. Pray that you bless each of our elderly folks, help them to. Live free from pain and uh, uh, grant them your grace for every day. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for how faithful you are. There's nothing better than you. There's nothing better than you. Lord, no one compares to you. And we just, we place you first, first in our lives, not just in this time, Lord, but in, in our lives, in, in our days, in our hours, in our weeks, in our months. We, we just um, we put you in first place, Lord. There's no one who is like you. And we just, we thank you for being who you are and for uh, opening our eyes to, to see a bit of that, who you are, that we would know you more and more. We just say, we say yes to you, Lord. We say yes to being conformed to the image of your son. And we say yes to your goodwill, your perfect will, your, your plans and purposes in the earth through your body. Bless God. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. If there's anything else you feel like uh, the Lord wants you to share with everybody, if you got a word of encouragement or a scripture uh, or a uh, a song, if you're brave, you want to sing a solo, uh, a word in the spirit or uh, a prophetic word. This this is uh, just allow some time for that oh. to come forth. Looked like Bill was waving, and I think maybe Marvina's in. Yeah, good. Okay, Bill. 
I just want to share a scripture with you. I heard throughout the week on one of the uh, Christian programs, and it really struck me. So I quickly wrote down the uh, the uh, scripture verse. Uh, but as I went to read it, I found out there was so much more there than what I expected. So I'm just going to read First uh, Peter four. Uh, 7 to 11. But the end of all things is at hand. Be therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man has received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And that, that verse 10 is what really struck, uh, struck my heart, was that, as every man has received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. That, you know, that alone, that scripture is how I feel when I go and I do things for other people or, or help out or whatever the case may be. Uh, it may be just a simple thing a lot of times, but um, basically, it's, it's how God has shown me throughout my time knowing him from day one that uh, this is how we're supposed to be. It's just when you see somebody that needs help or you see somebody that uh, uh, has something that uh, they're ha having a struggle with, you're just supposed to naturally go out there and just uh, go beside them, help them out, uh, talk to them. And that's what Connie did. I, I really like Connie's little story there. You know, it wasn't a planned thing where, you, you know, you're getting together to do something. It's just something that naturally comes along. There's an opening, and all of a sudden you're right smack in the middle of it. And, and uh, that's how that verse spoke to me. That's awesome, Bill. That, uh, Jesus said... You will be witnesses unto me uh, in in all you know the near the 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 not so near and the far corners of the earth, and uh, he didn't say you will do witnessing. He said you will be witnesses because the oh out of the overflow of the spirit of God in you and the love of God in you, um, you see the need and minister. I think we all wave at Marvina. This is her very first time on Zoom Church, Marvina. So glad. Glad you're here. Glad you're getting stronger. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Linda. Linda. This, uh, this, just the other day I was um, reading in Psalms and I came to Psalm 63. It said, on my bed I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night because you are my help. I sing in the shadows of your wing. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. 
And Brian, thank you for the worship songs this morning. Um, there'll be streams in the desert. And I just look forward to the time when I will see um, in hindsight what God is trying to teach me through this time. Okay. If we'll, um, we'll turn it over to Bruce then, and um, we'll, give, we'll give you a chance at the end too, if the Spirit of God is, is saying something to you and you, you'll have a chance again at the end to uh, share with us. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Bruce. I was um, amazed at, um, at what Sue shared about Connie, because uh, <laughs> that's, that's how Christ can change a life, uh, can, can touch someone to, to um, minister like that, because that wasn't always in Connie, as it isn't always in Astrid. But I, it, it just is amazing. And I, I want to thank Brian and Carl for the songs. I, part of my sharing today is about grace. So I, I don't have to share that part. <laughs> Sue shared about the, the lamb actually staying with the people. And, and uh, then they get to eat the lamb for Passover. And... Uh, the, it's so much ingrained in the Jewish culture that that sacrifice is important. And uh, it is sad that they haven't quite caught that yet, but it's coming. It's coming. They're, they're going to get that. They're going to figure that out. They're going to accept, accept Jesus because Jesus has come. I want to sh share today about uh, being alive in Christ. And uh, maybe not come at it from a normal direction. You know, we always have these wonderful stories that we have to share. But I, I was so struck by Sue and um, Terry Joe last week um, when, they, when they confessed before the group. And that is so much a part of grace. Confession activates grace. I... Uh, Another another friend said said something when we were we were discussing if we should come up with something different to do for for Easter, and the, and the comment was, um, I hope not because I don't think God's quite finished with this process yet, and I would I knew I knew exactly what she meant. Because this is a process. This is this is not an easy, easy time for for any of us. But it is a process, and we are, in spite of all of this, we are alive in Christ. He he ministers to us. You know, like the the things that even happened in this Zoom service today. The the songs and I mean, it just over overlaps. I'm not sure I can say the word that Terry Joe said, synchronicity, did I get that right? <laughs> it's all synchronized. And God does that. And he does that because he wants the glory. He doesn't want us to take credit. He doesn't want us to take credit for the things that happen. 
He wants the glory and he loves us. He cares for us. You know, just all, all the things. I mean, we're with, uh, you know, Jan going, going through a year of cancer and COVID. Jesus, I want to put Jesus in there. Um, Brian, Brian said, I'm going to sing, you may not know graves into gardens. <laughs> My wife knows all the words. She doesn't even have to read, read the playthings. Uh, are, the, are the words on the, what is this, a computer? That's right. But she knows all the words. And I knew that because she had her eyes closed and she wasn't, she wasn't looking. But God ministers us. We are alive in Christ. Linda, you're alive in Christ. Marvina, you're alive in Christ. Travis, Mark, I see, I see Mark. I, I think it's two hip surgeries, right? That's right. And Marg walks every day. She's alive in Christ. We are alive. And it's and it and it isn't necessarily the things we perceive to be good. Some of the things are 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 quite interesting that we that we deal with. Um, I, I'm going to start start with Ephesians, Ephesians two. Somehow I've been living in Ephesians. I was talking last time I shared it was Ephesians three, and it and the and the title is "Made Alive in Christ." As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live. Do you remember that? I used to live there. I used to live there, but I'm alive in Christ now because of salvation, because of grace, because of confession. When you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient, that spirit is Satan. All of us also lived among them at one time gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. We went through, I went through the things. Terry, Joe, you went those things to bring you to this place, to this place right now, where we're at. We are alive in Christ. Marilyn has a list. I'm not sure if there's, there's 200 names on it, I think. Is it at least that, Marilyn? Yeah. Anyways, but there's lots. And she ministers to people every day. Every day. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. It is by grace we have been saved. Last week when, when uh, Sue um, confessed before the group, you know, it, it, it struck me that that is, that is a part of our Christian life. It is a, it, it, 13 and 16, I'll read. Is any of you in trouble? He should pray. Is anyone happy? 
Let him sing songs of praise. Is any one of you sick? He should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. If he, if he has sinned, he will be forgiven. That's what, that's what grace is. Grace, grace, we are forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous man is powerful and effective. Wow. We confess our sins one to another. Oh, wow. I, you know, I, we are alive in Christ. Even in those situations, Sue is, was alive in Christ at that moment when she did that. Terry Joe was alive in Christ when she did that. I, um, I, I, just want, I just want to make one point here. Said I had a few questions this past week from someone about what I believe. And what shall we say then? This is Romans 6.1. Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. I have never, ever said that grace is a license to sin. Never have said that. Grace is, is so, so available, so available to us. And so, so um, you know, it, it, it makes me feel good. I have to tell you a couple stories about, about me. Um, and it, and, and it, was, it was motivated by what God is doing in my life and that I'm alive in Christ. The first thing was, is I have, a, I have a lot of moss on my roof. And I was up there trying to deal with the moss. And I pulled the hose. And of course, the ladder went falling to the ground. Yeah. Laugh, Suzanne. <laughs> the, the ladder fell yeah. to the ground and I went, how am I going to get down? But there was, was a time in my life that would not have been my response. And I, I did. I said, but God, what am I going to do? And I sat down on the peak of the roof and I meditated. I prayed. I looked at the clouds. It was a beautiful day. It wasn't raining. And I had no idea how I was going to jump off this roof. None at all. And I sat there for a little while and God says, and, and it's, a, it's a spray thing that's on the end of your hose. And so God, and I, and I know it was him. He says, bang the jug on the window of the front room. So I had to lean over and I was banging on the window so Jan, Jan would hear me. And it took, took her a little while to hear me, but I didn't get angry. I'm alive in Christ. He, he, he has my life in the palm of his hand like he has your life in the palm of his hand. And then Jan finally heard me and she comes out and I have one of those, one of those folding ladders. I think I was talking to Richard about it the other day. He has the same one. Well, my poor wife couldn't set it up. So she had to go next door to get the neighbor who goes to the Baptist church to come over. <laughs> Well, needless to say, there was a little jocularity happening over this situation. <laughs> Synchronicity was happening, Terry Joe. <laughs> anyway, so Ron put it up, 
And, and these, these are neighbors that we've uh, let them rent my parents' house. And we have food days. We have days where we share food back and forth. We do international days, we do Chinese food, and, and just, just something to communicate back and forth. And it's, and it's precious, but, but, but it was good. And another one where, and you know how computerized I am and techie. Well, the latest thing that I've had to do is uh, learn how to use the Interact machine because they, they don't really want you going into the bank. The bank machine, pardon me. See, I didn't even call it the right thing. My wife had to correct me. <laughs> Anyways, so she takes me down and I think it was about four or five times that Jan had to come down and help me. And believe me, she was alive in Christ having coming down all those times to try and help me. So one day, it was the same week these things happened. And I'm, I'm at the bank machine and I do all the work and spits out the cash that I want. And, and you, you, you know how trusting I'm not of techie and machines. I count it. And I'm 20 bucks short on the, on the amount. So I'm, I'm going, gee, God, what do I do now? And I actually, I'm, if they looked on their camera, they would have saw me like this going up to God. What do I do? Where's my 20 bucks? <laughs> so I came home and told my wife. And she said, well, you're going to have to go in and talk to them. And I go, oh, praise God. I'm, a, I'm alive in Christ just alive in Christ. Anyway, so I did that. And it was almost a half an hour. But I was patient and there was a time I wouldn't have been. So we, in these situations, we, we are alive in Christ. It's, they're, not, they're not bad situations. I, I think I learned more from the things that happen like this than I do from you know, the, the really good things that are going on. It's, it's human nature not to like the, the, the bad things. The, the third thing was, uh, it actually involved Bill and Brenda, and we, we had been gifted a bunch of meals. And uh, I, I didn't co communicate very well with Bill. And uh, the, the meals thought out, and we, we couldn't give them out. And I, out of these three things, this was the one that I struggled with the most. I, I, I felt so badly because, you know, we lost, we lost food. Um, and I, I talked to Bill and Brenda and, you know, we kind of came to a, a place together on it. And, and then I, I was trying to forget about it. And, and Bill, Bill phoned, Bill or Brenda phoned, I can't remember who. And Bruce, here's what we did. We tore all the meals apart and we saved the cookie and we saved the butter and we saved the utensils. And I go, oh God, <laughs> please, please lift my unbelief. Make me, make me believe. But anyways, we, we are, we are alive, alive in Christ. And another, another thing that, that happened was we, we have two ladies in our community 
that don't want to be known, but they give 50 meals out uh, to us to give out. And after studying, studying um, food safe, you know, and after we were experiencing this, you've, you've got about legally two hours to get this hot food out. And Glenn came, Terry Joe's husband, and Terry Joe and myself, and we we went to a to a bunch of different different places, and uh, it it was, you know, I, I've been I've been doing this for a long time, but I, I'll tell you, Jesus opened my eyes being with Glenn and Terry Joe, a new a new perspective, and and I and I believe in the time that we're living in right now. He is giving us a new perspective. Things, things that we've established at our church, that there's, there's going to be some changes. Joshua Project, Sue and I are, are talking about what that's going to look like. It, it, it's not going to be quite the same. It, it might be just a, a little bit smaller. And, and how we, we give, out, you know, give out food too. I know Bill and Brenda... Are, are, are praying about what God wants for them to do. But I, 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 it was interesting that when we, when we did these 50 meals within the, within the food safe parameters, that, that was what we could do. And, and it was, uh, it was, it was a, we had a really good time to, together. The, the, the things that happened when we went to my, so, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting how um, we, we are known, how, how God reveals us to people. Terry Jo, she's, she's going to be known as the lady that prays for everybody. <laughs> she, uh, she would come, come to a room with the meal, introduce herself from our church, and, and would say, how are you doing? And someone would say... Well, I'm not feeling well. And then Terry Joe would say, can I pray for you? And she prayed for all the people that desired that. She didn't force herself on anyone, but it was precious. It, it, it made a, a pastor maybe just a little bit too proud <laughs> to, to see what was going on. And then uh, we, get, we get back into the truck again. And Glenn, Glenn says... Uh, Let's do, or maybe we weren't quite there yet. We're driving around and we're actually right in front of the beer store. And there's a couple there, a native gentleman and a, and a lady he was with. And I think they had all their earthly belongings. And I sensed in my spirit right away that something was wrong with them. And so I said, let's, let's go to them. And Terry, Joe and... Glenn jumped out and I, I stayed in the car and I just, I just listened and prayed. And uh, Terry Joe explained again, this is, this is food that we have. We're from Northwest Harvest. How are you doing? And the lady breaks into tears and says, well, that's, that's a sign that our, our day is going to be better than what it was. Isn't that right, Terry Joe? That's what she said. So we, we got to to touch them uh, a little bit. 
then we, we delivered some more. We went to Mary's and we, we went quite a few different places. And then Glenn, Glenn says, uh, do you ever do random? <laughs> I'm kind of a random guy, right, Sue? <laughs> Anyways, so we're, we drive, we drive down on Main Street and here's this couple again with some of our other friends and we we got to, we got to touch them and i i i think it brought a, a new perspective at least to my heart about what what god might be showing us in all of this that it's not that it's not uh, about just giving out meals and that's it it's it's about when you have an opportunity, when you sense the Holy Spirit wants you to do more, that you take that opportunity and do that. I mean, I, I we are we are alive, alive in Christ. I I've I've seen the the people, you know, and we didn't we didn't really ask them a bunch of questions about their situation, but I've I've seen them a few other times, and. And they've been better. I haven't seen them for a little while, so maybe maybe they got to go where they wanted to go. Let's turn to um, Matthew five sixteen. Maybe I'll pardon pardon me. I'm going to read a little more in Ephesians here. Can't remember where I left off. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. Like I, I want to point out that when I, when I messed up with the meals, Bill and Brenda were so kind, so kind to me. They, they extended me grace. And and in and and in this season and in this time, he that's what he wants us to extend to people is his grace. Not judgment and condemnation, but grace. Grace. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus in incomparable riches of his grace oh my incomparable there is nothing that compares to his grace nothing for it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this not from yourself it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. That, that to me is such an amazing statement. God already prepared Glenn and, and Terry Joe and myself to give out that food. He had already prepared what was going to happen. What was going to happen. That's why it is so important that, that when we, you know, like what's next? 
where, where are we going and what is God asking us to do? Because he's already prepared it. You know, we think, we think sometimes, oh, I'm going to go give out some food and I'm going to ask God to pat me on the back because I, I did a good thing. He, he wants us to do his will. He wants us to do, he calls us to do what he wants. And he is, if I got that scripture right, it says, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God already knew that Terry, Joe, and Glenn were going to talk to that couple. God already knew that we were going to see that couple again and be mixed in with our other friends and, and give, give a meal to them. When Bill and Brenda go, I, I believe it's true, there's, there, there's people that, that's been prepared for them to do. Prepared for them to do. We, we just, just to be so conscious of his will and not and not run run ahead of him okay let i'm just going to close with matthew 5 16. and it was uh it was interesting that connie said to sue that i i, I think i got it right he i showed him the light is that is that what connie said did you say that so here, here it is. So you are the uh, Matthew five thirteen to sixteen. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how it can be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and praise your Father in heaven. God wants the glory because he's prepared those things. I don't I don't want to do anything that he doesn't want me to do anymore. I want to be, I want to be conscious of that. And he, he's a jealous God. He wants to get the glory. He, he wants to be recognized. And he has, he has given us so, so very much. Praise God. Bless you guys. I, I don't, I'm not sure I'm ever going to get comfortable sitting in front of a screen. <laughs> and just uh, one day maybe, but it, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a struggle to, to sit here sometimes in front of the screen. But it is good to see all your faces. It's good to see smiles. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your life. Bruce, I just wanted to say thank you for the meal. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> the cookie was very good. <laughs> well, the, the, the interesting thing, and I want to say that again, this is a couple of ladies. One lady's not a Christian. One lady goes to the Anglican church, and they came to me, uh, to us, pardon me, came to us and said, we would like meals 
and we don't want anybody to know that we're doing it. So, sorry? Yeah, and, they, and it, it's, it is once a month. They tried to do it every week, but it was too much. Anyways, bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Thanks. Thanks, Bruce. I'm, I'm still I'm still seeing you up on the peak of your roof in the moss and <laughs> in the joy of the Lord. Um, I, I, somebody should have gotten out there and had a picture of that. Uh, that's that's a picture <laughs> ensconced in my mind's eye for sure. So bless the Lord. And I was thinking. Um, I, I remember when I first came into the faith and I, I the way things were taught it was always like the gifts of the spirit are so supernatural. And the fruit of the spirit would seem like it was supposed to be a lot more natural. But I think God is showing us that the fruit of the spirit is absolutely supernatural because it's not our peace. It's not our joy. It's not our patience. It's not our goodness. It's not our faithfulness. It's not our self-control. <laughs> we, just, we just stay rooted and grounded in the love of God. And our roots pull up from the source. And that fruit is produced in us supernaturally by the Spirit of God. It's not my fruit. I'm the branch. He's the source. But let me tell you what. Uh, some of us are learning right now is <clears throat> that supernatural peace of God. When I am dropped down in my spirit versus sitting there in the moss on the peak of the roof, dropped down into his spirit and not in his head. And that peace of God that passes all understanding is like the entryway. It's the gateway into the solutions of God. That's the gateway. That's just the beginning. If we, if, if we will learn to drop down into the, our spirits and out of our heads, especially in those times when everything is breaking loose and we, we could react or we can respond and say, God, I'm dropping down into my spirit so I can receive. And he sat there and meditated and he was at peace, right? And then the solutions of God, what God wants to do, you're suddenly able to receive. Your little antennae are up. Here I am in the peace of God. They're not, they're not up on your head, though. They're down in your belly, right? They're down in your spirit. And your spirit is at peace. And suddenly you can, you can receive what the voice of God wants to give to you in that time. Peace is the gateway supernatural peace into what God wants to lead us into for this time in this season. So just, just be uh, thinking about that this week. The fruit of the spirit are supernatural. Hallelujah. Bill and Brenda, thank you for being so practical. The spirit of God is enormously practical and that's, you know, he comes with the solutions. So thank you for your, thank you for your part in that and your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. I Sing. see Brian tuning up there. Sing. Sing us another song, Brian. Do you want to, can you hear me? Yeah. 
you want to read Henry's word for the people who don't have chat? Yeah, so for those who aren't on the chat, uh, Henry, I didn't realize he just sent it to me. That's why that thanks, Henry, was to everybody, and you didn't see his word initially. So Henry said <clears throat> his internet is poor today, so he didn't get to say this uh, live, but um, prepare. Time is short. A stone made without hands is about to be cast from the Mount of God. We are about to experience a great outpouring of the Spirit upon the people of God, truly a Red Sea moment in our time. For the anointing of his chosen people, not by your Spirit, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. So, amen. Thank you. Thank you. That's some, there's some pictures there from Daniel. Daniel seeing the statue of Nebuchadnezzar and the feet of clay and iron and the stone that's made out not by hands comes and hits the, the feet of the statue and um and then <clears throat> interesting with the red sea moment of this passover season so um you can reflect on that and um take that one before the lord today thanks henry all right brian over to you 